Hello, listeners. I am Lorianne. I am the host of Bleep Midlife Bulimia. And today I don't have a guest. I am just speaking to myself and to my listeners in regards to just a couple of things that I've been thinking about this week that we've spoken about to other people, um, my friends and such, in regards to the not being good enough. And the fun fact is, I know I'm good enough. I know that I have a master's certified, uh, I'm a master certified handwriting analyst, a graphic therapist. I'm really good at what I do. And I've also coached for many, many years. And I know I'm good at that too. So they were talking about imposter and not being good enough and worrying about everything. I don't think a lot of times that we really realize that, I don't know if it's really about us not feeling good enough internally and to ourselves. I sometimes think that what our fear is, is not being good enough to somebody else. And in a lot of ways, what I've realized is that the more that I bring a lot of positive people into my world, a lot of positive people around me, uh, they ultimately, and not just to say it because they know me, I don't wanna just hear it. So they're gonna give me the constructive criticism that I need if I need to you know, work on something. However, it when I'm really good at something, they will let me know. They'll go, wow, I can't believe that you can do that. I think that, you know, wow, the handwriting, I can't do that. You're right about that. And it gives you some sort of validation, I guess, is what a lot of us are looking for, is validating the fact that, yes, we know we're good at it, but we'd like to hear it from somebody else. How do you get over that? How do you get over knowing that you're you know, there's going to be people who are going to always argue whether or not you are good at what you do or whether you're a good person or whether uh, you're doing the right things. There's always going to be that one person. And I guess one of the facts that we came up with, which I found was quite interesting, was that there was one of our guests on one of my other podcasts said to me, well, to us, uh, she said, you know, when there was a time where somebody told me I was too funny and I love the story that she said, she goes, I dimmed the light on it. And it was that one person that she doesn't even remember who it was that said it to her. And that one negative got into her life enough that she was starting to dim that rather than realizing that, you know, probably let's even say if it was 80% of the people around her loved it, but she's going to remember that, you know, 1% or 2% or 20%, regardless of what that is. Look at what the difference is. I know that there's a lot of people who tell me you're really great, but I have those moments where I'm thinking, not when I'm by myself, not when I'm doing my work, but when I go out there in the world, I can still feel it at times where I'm wondering, Am I good enough for them? It's not that I'm not good enough for me. Am I good enough for them? And I really have to focus on the fact that I know that I'm good enough. I know that I'm even better than good enough because I think good enough is not good enough. And some people would say, well, that's not fair to say. No, I really believe good enough is not good enough. I don't love myself good enough. I love myself right through and through. I might annoy myself some days. believe it or not, I live alone. It will happen. But it's very rare. And uh, it would be most likely when I annoy myself is because I'm thinking of somebody else it might annoy. It doesn't annoy me. 
but doing what I'm doing now in this particular moment, let's say I would think, oh, that might annoy somebody. So I must be annoyed. So, you know, that annoys me that I must be annoying to somebody else. You're always going to either be annoying or frustrating or not liked or something to somebody else. That is what we are as humans. Not everybody's going to love you 100%. The point is, is loving yourself 100%. And when you go out there, realize that when you come home, it really doesn't matter what anybody says. Uh, you really can't take that as something upon you so that when you look in the mirror, that you're going to sit there and go, yeah, they said that, so I feel crappy today. I don't want to feel crappy because of what somebody else said. I could just sit there and then figure out that, okay, so I wasn't the right fit for that person, or I'm not the right character to be with that person. What I can do, which I have done, and I call it my life wreath, I bring around me all the things that I I love, I uh, the people that care for me and accept me the way I am and even with my downfalls and the ones that I do the same I accept them with their downfalls as well but those little downfalls are nothing in relation to the relationship I have with them now I guess sometimes it's a little bit more difficult when you're in business because some of your clients or some of your coworkers, you can't really choose them it's part of you know uh, what you're doing. I mean, I guess clients, you can choose to say, maybe this is not the best fit if you're a coach, but it's not always the same way when you're in business on different levels. Uh, so that is a little more difficult. But again, it's about when you come home at the end of the day, is that person that you really didn't have the choice of working next to, and they feel that, or they say something that might be you know, negative or a customer that might say something negative to you. When you come home and you look in the mirror, really, is that what you see? Or is that what that person saw? And if that person saw it, is that person a person that's in your wreath? That beautiful, you know, flower wreath. And I'm not a girly, girly thing. Believe, me or, believe it or not, I don't have flowers everywhere and plants die on me all the time. But I like the idea of a nice wreath with beautiful flowers on it and encircling my life. And that's what I do. I think that this helped me overcome my bulimia was making sure that in my world, I would keep the ones that kept that wreath beautiful and I took off the dead leaves. And in the world outside, uh, they don't come to my door. That's just for people that are in my world. And when I come home and I walk inside and I, like I said, look in the mirror, uh, Lorianne, who is Lorianne, is who I like. And if somebody else doesn't, I may not be good enough for people out there. And I may not even be better than good enough for people out there. But you know what's really fun is I am everything to me. And I'll wake up in the morning with me and I'll go to bed at night with me. And I was born with me and I will die with me. And the best feeling on earth was through that recovery, realizing, are you going to put this on 
you know, we can blame, and I'm not saying blame, but there's the blame and the shame and everything in bulimia. And we can always find something and a solace to it. And was it there when I needed it? Possibly I'll say that sometimes it's needed and excuse my dogs. <laughs> uh, however, the long scope of it, you know, I have maybe, maybe another one third of my life left to live. And I had the two thirds, which I can't complain about really. Uh, and I'm not going to complain about my bulimia either, but what I really want now is that being gone is just to continue my life and being able to look at myself and say, you know, no matter what, I think you're pretty cool. Um, I hope for my listeners who are struggling with bulimia uh, still, and particularly if you're in midlife, to understand that there is, and, and I also heard this, that you cannot recover. I'm, I'm an ED for lifer. I'm a bulimic for lifer. I highly do not believe that in any one sense. I believe if you believe it, then yes, that could be the case. But if you believe that you can reach that point where you understand you are everything you need to be and everything you are that you are meant to be to love yourself. And I'm sorry, but I do believe that that's in everybody, that there is good in everybody and positives in everybody, that it is meant to be that that's why you're with you. That's why you were born with yourself and you will die with yourself. Um, when you put too much attention on the external world, you are gonna lose yourself. And then you're going to lose your feelings of whether it is control. Some of them say it's control. Some of them say it's not feeling good enough or such like that. It's because you're giving the power to the external world to do that versus taking the power back, not through your eating disorder, but through you as a person and saying, I am. And look around you. And I can probably guarantee most of you out there. And I don't want to speak to everybody. I know that there are some people going through harder times than others. But for most of you, I can probably guarantee you there is a huge circle out there that you can make a wreath out of. Thanks for listening. And uh, please stay tuned. We have another great guest coming up uh, on our next episode. Thanks for listening. Again, it's Lorianne. I am the host of Bleep Bulimia.